All right. Welcome to the Rise Up Podcast. I am your host, Jonah Mitchell. And on this show, I help simplify weight loss for chronic chronic dieters so they can rise up to their potential, make this process a lot less difficult on them so that they ultimately live a happy, healthy life without constantly thinking about uh, the food that they have to eat. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to, to be here with me, uh, to, to listen in on this episode uh, where I'm not entirely sure what the title of it is. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I uh, I tend to do these kind of on the fly when that when I get the idea of what I want to talk about, but something along the lines of the three reasons that you uh, most people don't see results, don't see the progress that they would like to. This came off of a, a conversation I had with one of my clients who's been in a plateau for a while, and she was asking me a lot of questions about what's going on, you know. So I thought I might as well make a a uh, a podcast about it and hopefully uh clear up some some uh misconceptions for you and and if you find it helpful, I uh well, then I did my job. <laughs> uh, I hope you uh if you're uh, watching this on YouTube, hello. I'm starting to upload these on on YouTube now at Jonah Mitchell Fitness. Um if you want to follow me on my other social media media at Jonah Mitchell Fit underscore nutrition on Instagram, Jonah Mitchell Fitness on TikTok. If if you want to really see all my trainings, all my free stuff, uh, that is in my Facebook group at the Total Mind Body Transformation. Uh, that's where I'm the most active. Um, and uh, come join a community of, of my current clients and a bunch of other people who love taking action, who want to see this process, who want to actually uh, create a long-lasting transformation and connect their mind to their body. And that's really what I want to help you do is not is to really connect with yourself even better than you ever have before. So this process becomes a lot simpler than you think it is. Um, and the only reason that weight loss and, and well, I'm sorry, I can't say the only reason, but uh, one of the biggest factors that I found for myself and for people and why I continue to do this is that a lot of the reason that we struggle is all, a lot of it's in our head. And uh, and I mean, hence why we can get into it this with this episode. Um, sorry if I sound a little drowsy. You probably even have even noticed, but me and Hannah were at a Halloween party, um, and I shaved my beard for my uh, for my costume. We were Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers, sexy Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers, and it was good. It was it was, it was a lot of fun, like a very good time. Um, a lot of people thought I was naked underneath my apron. Um, <laughs> I was around family, so there's like no no way in hell that would ever go through, and uh, it was just funny. It was a good time. Uh, that those pictures are on on our, are on Instagram if you want to go take a look because I think we did a pretty good job. Hannah Hannah pulled off Linda really well. Um, yeah. So I'm um a little tired. We got a, a little bit slow start to the day, but I got my got my green tea, got my notes. Oh, I didn't finish it yet. Cool. And uh, yeah, let's get this started. So let's let's talk about what progress is really quick before I get into the three reasons that, you know, you're, most people aren't seeing the, the results that they want. You know, results. Uh, we love results that we can quantify results that we can see are very, very are, are, are usually the, the big def the, the default sign of success on a weight loss journey. And a lot of times when we're not losing weight. We feel like we're doing something wrong, or if we're not seeing any changes, again, we're we're not we're feeling like we're we're seeing something. We're not we feel like we're doing something wrong. Jeez, and this makes it very easy for us to get into our heads, 
to try and change things up and and you know move away from something that may be working but just not to the level well, not as quickly as you were expecting um and that kind of goes into my uh first reason why we don't see the results why why you're not seeing results is you have unrealistic expectations and you know i, I feel like i talk about this a lot but i just want to remind you that the weight didn't come on overnight it came on through days months years of of decisions that you made over time right and it's not just because you're focused for 30 to 90 days doesn't mean it's all going to come off immediately you have are a lot of the time i mean for example i have i have three clients who struggled with dieting their entire lives their entire lives right they're in their mid 50s and when i told them that this journey was going to take upwards of six months plus they were like oh my god that takes so long but in reality does it take that long if this is something that you've been struggling with for 40 50 years is one year really that long so your unrealistic expectations of wanting to see weight loss uh quickly you know and you don't see that and when you don't see that, you immediately spiral down and and uh, and try and cor- overcorrect or try and change everything that may have been working, just not to the speed that you like it to. Now you're delaying the results even more. You're you're getting you're you're ruining your relationship with yourself, saying like, oh, I, I can't stay consistent. I, I'm not good enough at this. Uh, I'm not meant to have these results or whatever comes up in your head. You know, all of this is just because your idea of how this should go is slightly skewed. Your 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 want for quick results is is pushing you is is making the results come a, a lot slower, uh, or it's actually lengthening the time uh, away from you to get to your goal. When when you realize that oh maybe I am kind of being a bit of an asshole to myself and holding too um, holding too high of a standard that or a high expectation that I cannot fit right now. My I, I I may need time to to really learn to understand this process, which well, I mean, in in our challenge right now, you know, we're working on establishing day-to-day tasks that have really big dividends that pay you back for your health and fitness, but you know, it's 21 days long. 21 days is a is a relatively short amount of time. A lot can change in tw- in 21 days, but you're not you're not going to see the you're not going to see the drastic results that you're expecting. It's uh, the the challenge is aimed to help build that momentum and help you understand what to look for, so that you can always find ways to be making progress. And it's not just weight loss that is progress. Consistency, you know, tracking consistency. I love having like a physical calendar where you have like like one or two, one or two very basic, very simple goals, and then once you accomplish those, you check you check that off your calendar, right? And then you look back over ninety days and like oh, I'm not seeing any results, but then you look at your calendar, you have ninety days that you have executed on a simple plan, which is amazing, right? That's not that's that that is the type of of work that is really going to help lead to the long lasting result not just how how fast can you lose weight in a short amount of time right if we get quick results they often don't last cuz you're not actually you're you i heard this the other day i can't i can't remember who so um but if you lose weight quickly you've proven to yourself that you're motivated you can be motivated which is great but if you lose weight slowly you're proving that you could be disciplined and not discipline in a way that makes you sacrifice everything that you love, but discipline in a way that you can most more often than not make the decision that truly aligns with you and your desires. And I guess 
going to the unrealistic expectations, going back to the unrealistic expectations and standards, you know, what you say you want and what you do are, are when those two are, when those two things are very misaligned, you know, it's still an unrealistic expectation for you. Maybe your goal isn't as important to you as you want, or it isn't as meaningful as you thought it was. You know, if just losing weight doesn't get you out of bed, maybe there has to be something else. I was talking to a woman the other day who wants to start a family. Number on the scale doesn't matter to her. It, having a healthy, be, being healthy, going to have a healthy pregnancy, to be around for her kids for a very long time, that's inspirational, right? So we don't need to be motivated. We need to work on understanding how to align with what we truly value, right? Sometimes it's saying yes to to the, the, the uh, convenience or the fun foods, right? But if you say yes, most of the time to that, to those things is, is your, is your health truly, is your health goals truly a factor or truly important to you in this moment? Or do we need to work on understanding what is, what it is you actually desire so that we can, so that we can appropriately adjust your, your focus, adjust your, adjust your focus so that you can start aligning with what you value. So this process becomes more uh, more simple to you, right? So I hope that made sense, right? When, when, because we're because we have unrealistic expectations based off of uh, people around us, based off what we think we know, and we don't see the results that we want. You know, this is what really makes a this is the biggest thing that forces us to put our a stick in our own in our own tire of our of our bike, and we flip over the handlebars every every single time. Or um, what you say and what you do are completely misaligned. So you, again, and you have this, this unrealistic goal in your head and it's not, you're not executing to the level that you know you could be. And it's just about readjusting, re rewiring. Right. So when I, I don't want to just like address this and be like, Oh, this is the problem. Like I want to give you the solution to this as well as well. And the solution is, Hey, give yourself a break <laughs> and realize what has worked and what hasn't worked. Right. And what has worked doesn't just mean you lost weight on it. What go back to like the time when you felt like you were your your happiest, your healthiest. What were you doing? What like the details of that? And if we can try to not like exactly recreate that situation, but emulate the feelings, the the the, the day to day that you were doing, that's how we start to understand. Okay, I'm not just chasing weight loss. I'm chasing feeling better. Feel better first, right? And then the results will start to come. And the things that I work on with my clients is just like, hey, like what simple things can we accomplish right now? We look at where they're at right now. Look at where you're at right now. Don't just try and change everything. Just acknowledge the fact that you're in this current situation and what it looks like. And then pick one or two things based off of where you're at that you can consistently and confidently apply. If it's getting more activity in, if it's adding vegetables or fruit or protein into your diet, if it's being more proactive with your your stress on a day-to-day process, right? If you can just take where you're at right now and pick one or two things to slightly improve on, you will you will make so much progress. I promise you, you make so much progress. All right. So then I think I've, I think I've uh, covered most of that. <laughs> um, let's move on to the next one. So the second reason why most people don't see the results that they want. Um, and <laughs> this is probably my favorite saying. Um, it's that because they're doing shit that they hate doing. And, you know, if I, I think I've talked about it, but I broke my foot uh, almost two months ago now. And I did it by running. I hate running. I hate it so much. <laughs> but I forgot my damn toothbrush when I was out of town. And I thought running a mile and a half would be way faster than walking the mile and a half there. Um, 
turns out it ended up being a very long um it's taken a lot more a lot longer time uh because i chose the the faster way even though i hate running <laughs> so i should have in hindsight just walked there or waited till my friends got back to take me to give me a ride to go get a new toothbrush um anyway <laughs> uh i guess no that's still tied in you know having that idea of doing something that you hate doing because it's going to get get you to where you want to go faster is a lot of times making it longer to get there right 80 percent of getting to your of your results is just being consistent, just taking consistent action, no matter what it looks like. And you're way more likely to keep taking action, to keep moving forward if you're doing something that you enjoy doing, whereas if you do things that you hate doing because you think that's how you have to see the results because it's what worked in the past and it just doesn't serve you now or it didn't serve you back then. It was just like how you learned about it. Like a common thing is like athletes – you know, and not necessarily this used to be an athlete podcast, but, you know, when they were in the best shape of their life, they were competitive athletes and they had a very strict lifestyle. And going back to that lifestyle is very difficult 10, 20, 30 years down the line. Right. And a lot of times, you know, or not even if you were just athlete, but when you were a kid and you you had you were very, very active, there's probably things that you that you that kept you in shape, but you didn't like them. So. If you don't like something, you're not – bottom line is you're not going to be consistent with something that you hate. You're not. Like you can be motivated. You could force yourself to do it. But if you genuinely hate it, if it genuinely like takes away from your energy and makes you feel like shit, again, you're only setting yourself up to extend the length of time that's going to take to get to where you want to go. Because even if you do things that you hate doing to get to where you want to go and you can't upkeep that consistency with that thing which you're probably not going to be able to because it doesn't genuinely serve you and give back to you makes you feel better uh you're going to lose those results hence why like i i'm not the biggest ad I, well, probably the biggest anti-keto person uh not to say that it doesn't have its time and place but you know people don't plan on not living without carbs <laughs> they don't plan on uh, completely cutting out carbs forever, and then when they re reintroduce their their carbs after they hate being on keto for so long, you know, then it's like, oh, well, I'm back to back to where I was because I didn't actually change the root cause. I didn't actually do something that was adding to my life. It was it was it constantly depriving me. So move away from doing things because you think you have to. Right. This goes back to understanding the um your your expectations and your 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 if they're realistic or not, where if you think you have to do something and it just causes more anxiety, more stress in your day to day, is that something that you that that is going to work for you long term? Probably not. There's so many other ways to find progress, still find progress and in ways that you enjoy that are way more they're going to keep you way more consistent. They're going to at going to have you showing up uh wanting to show up for yourself and that's going to help you keep the results that you want. All right. So this is super critical here. This is I want you to understand this a lot. Stop doing shit you hate and understand how to feel better. I, I, I start identifying areas, activities. Right. Let's, let's just break it down. Stop doing exercise routines that you don't like. Focus on what you like doing. If it's just walking, just fucking walk. OK, just walk. 
and just be consistent with walking or, you know, mine. I love strength training. Strength training is my bread and butter. I, oh my God, I cannot, like that will always be a part of my day to day. I will always prioritize that. And I also love walking my dog. It gives me time to get outside, you know, get, and when I'm not, when I don't have a broken foot, I'm, I'm hanging out with Hannah too. And we're just like talking to, to each other. And it's so, I enjoy that. Right. I enjoy those aspects of my activity. So I always am excited. I'm not always excited, but I am. It's always a part of my routine and it never feels like it's completely depriving. Even on the days where I don't want to go, I know the benefits of how they make me feel. Right. That's the difference between showing up to do something you hate doing and it just makes your day even worse because of it. Where showing up to do the thing that I love doing, even on the days I don't want to do it, it makes me feel better anyway. Right. Like after I'm done, I, I, I'm going to go work out. Um, I really don't want to because I'm a little tired from that stupid Halloween party last night. Um, but I'm going to do it, get a little bit more energy in my day, and I'm going to feel better because of it, right? And that's what I want you to focus on. That's what I coach my clients through. It's like let's let's focus on what you like doing so you can keep showing up for that, okay? And when you stop doing the things you hate doing, you start showing up the way that uh, showing up because you like the things that you're doing now. Eighty percent of the you've gone eighty percent of the way. The last twenty percent is just working on optimizing all the the numbers and and applying numbers to how they work for you, and not just like here's a macro prescription run run down the line. And I guess I could do a whole podcast episode. <laughs> I could probably do a whole TED talk like on on one specific topic. Yeah, I like talking about multiple things <laughs> at once. But that's why you're here, right? That's why you listen to to me rant and ramble. So I hope you find it valuable. And then let's talk about number three. Number three is usually after we understand um, our we understand our boundaries, right? We understand what we value in our journey. We've 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 implemented amazing strategies to help us feel better. Now this comes down to understanding the numbers, right? Where we're estimating maintenance numbers and we're talking about calorie numbers. You know, the the third reason most people don't see progress is general and very common inaccuracies. <clears throat> I don't usually start with this because most of the time we're very inaccurate. We're obvious. We're we constantly underestimate how much how much act we underestimate how much we're e eating and we overestimate how much we're active. That's just a general thing, uh, or a general uh, general and common practice amongst people on on their journeys. Um, and it's just because we we don't actually understand, you know, we hear track your calories and buy the Fitbits and all these things and track all these numbers, but we don't actually know what the numbers mean all that much. We just know, well, eating a calorie deficit, eat less than you burn and you lose weight. So then we have little regard for for uh, understanding how to support our body and what actually makes us feel good. Um, or we just we're not very accurate. We we don't account for the the pretty the the randomness as as well as we uh, as well as we could, um, and it just starts to add up over time. And, and a lot of time, you know, when I have people tracking calories for an extended period of time, and we're in a plateau, and we're not seeing results, usually the first thing I go is like, how accurate has tracking been? And usually, if it's like, oh, I eat out four four times a week, and you know, like I don't really cook a couple of my meals. My husband cooks them or my family cooks them and I and I just kind of track where I can. Well, then awesome. We, we know the problem. We know the problem is that we don't actually we may be eating a little bit more than we think we are, because if you're tracking, if you're if you think you're eating a deficit, and you're not losing weight. By definition, you are not in a deficit. And it's not the fact that it's not always because you're super stressed and you need a reverse diet. You know that there's a time and place for increasing your calories uh, after a long time of de 
de deprivation um, of, of calories, eating a super low calorie diet. It, yeah. Then it's time to increase your calories back up. But like by, but most of the time, most of the time it's, you, you're just eating more than you think you are and you're not as accurate as you think you are. And that's okay. That's, that's okay. Because once we understand, all right, you know, I could probably be a little bit more accurate. You know, I'm probably not paying attention to as many liquid calories. This includes like cooking oils, right? Cooking oils are very easy to sneak in an extra couple hundred calories in there um, that we're not accounted for, you know, and we're having these complex meals that have 10,000 ingredients and it's super fancy on Instagram, but it's super difficult to track. It's like, Oh, there's a lot of room for error going into those things. You know, that's why I'm very big on simplifying your meals, simplifying your meals in a way that doesn't always feel so repetitive. You know, if you have half, if you have half your plate, some sort of vegetable, a quarter of the plate, some sort of complex carb and another quarter, some, some sort of pro protein, you know, all you do is, is like uh mix and match, mix and match vegetables, mix, mix and match uh, uh, fruits and uh, protein and carbohydrates and, and you get hundreds of hundreds of meals in the, in there. You know, if you're thinking about all the different types of protein, there's there's beef, there's pork, there's chicken, there's fish, and then all the subcategories of fish that go into there, um, and all the subcategories of types of beef where it goes to bison, ground bison, steak bison. You know, with, with ground beef, uh, steak, burgers. You know, there's so many categories that you can make different meals and when you keep it simple like that it becomes very easy to understand actually how many calories you're eating right but if we have all these complicated meals going into play if we have a lot of meals that are we're eating out with you know you'll never be accurate you'll never be accurate with eating out um no matter how hard you try you can get as close as you can but it's always going to be a best guess and if that's like the norm it's okay. It's like, okay, maybe we should just slow down and simplify our meals for a little bit. Let's slow down and adjust. And like, okay, before we increase your activity, before we adjust many, uh, everything all at once, let's look at your accuracy. And if you're, if there could be a little bit more wiggle room for more accurate, it's like, awesome. Well, maybe let's just simplify a couple meals and we'll see how you, how you adjust. And boom, like that, it's like the weight loss and the fat loss can start happening. You know, it's just about understanding like, okay, if, if I'm not losing weight, there's a reason for it. Right. It's not always because you have super low, slow metabolism. <laughs> and, you know, if you have a slow metabolism, quote unquote, you know, it's probably because you've been super stressed out and haven't taken care of very basic functions of your day to day. Um, and it's a and it's time to actually like, OK, maybe I shouldn't be focusing on weight loss right now. Maybe I should focus on, you know, reducing my stress, you know, getting more out, getting outside a little bit more in the sunlight, you know, drinking a little bit more water and all these things. They'll, they'll add up really quickly, uh, way quicker than you expect. But yeah, so that, that I mean, that's that's the big biggest thing is you know if we're if we're not seeing results, it's usually comes down to something going on in our head. We're doing things that we don't like, and we're just a little bit we're just a little bit inaccurate. There's a there's a reason for everything, right? And ultimately, these are the biggest most common ones. And if you have been consistent and still is not seeing results, you know, if you if you're doing these places, if you're doing everything right, le legitimately everything everything and you know I'm, I'm gonna ask you to be honest with yourself if you are doing everything right and not seeing results truly question if you are doing everything right or if you are just assuming you're doing right and this could be just a couple things that you we just need adjusted you know most of my clients that i work with i'm never sitting here telling them to alter <laughs> altercate any of the like the, the vast majority of their life right that's not the, that's not how I, i've done that for myself it's not fun it's not easy it's not sustainable i hate it i hate it so much you know, most of my, almost the time I'm telling people to adjust just a couple things, 
help them realize just a couple of things that they weren't aware of before. And then they're like, holy shit, that, that was it. That was the only thing I was missing. It's like, yeah, 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 that's it. Um, but yeah, I think that was a good one. I don't know how long this one was. I think it's relatively short, but I think it's a good one. Um, good, uh, good enough to wrap it up here. So I hope you, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you learned something. If you did and you watch this on YouTube, leave a comment. If you are not able to leave a comment, leave a review, if that's possible, or let me know what you think. Come ask me questions. I'm an open book. You know, if you ever want to just book a, uh, just a call, a chat with me that the best, so I can best help you point you in the right direction, you know, just reach out to me on, on any of my social media. I'd be happy to help you the best way I can. Uh, my, my entire goal is to help point you in the right direction. If that is, uh, with just one conversation, you know, that's my favorite thing I can do. If it is with coaching, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to, to help you. And if that, if you're a good fit, we'll talk about coaching, but you know, best thing i the best thing i the the thing i want for you is to to feel capable again to take control of your health and to feel uh feel confident in yourself that you know you know what to you know yourself better than you ever have before um and yeah that's it <laughs> thank you so much for listening if you did find this helpful and you made it to the end i would greatly appreciate if you shared it with just one person i think i forgot to mention at the beginning uh, it helps me out a lot and the more people i get to help the, the the more i love my job so i mean not to say that i wouldn't love my job even if i wasn't helping people but still <laughs> all right i'm done rambling uh thanks for listening and i'll see you on the next one